Welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted Nawson Brewer Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. This is Ted. I don't know where Austin is. He was here a few seconds ago, but apparently he has stepped away or his telephone or computer system has gone down. And I want to give you some breaking news this morning because this really was pretty bad last night. And I sent it out on our on our ST, ST, ST Brewer account. Lynn Wood basically came out and said that the Atlanta federal judge, Timothy C. Batten, Sr., dismissed my, which is Lynn Wood's, lawsuit this morning at 11.12 a.m. after Lynn Wood had filed 270 pages of fraud evidence yesterday at 6 p.m. He gave out, the judge gave back a 20-page order, and it says he must have been working on the order for days where he is quicker than the FBI in Nashville. So, again... Again, Austin, what we have here is that the FBI has come in now and done absolutely nothing on this election fraud, just like I warned you all about several months ago when the election took place, that if Bill Barr's organization didn't step in and do something, nothing would happen. And now we have federal court judges refusing to hear cases with 270 pages of evidence admitted. And this morning I was talking to Gene, and he said, well, via the, the audio text, and he said that he did not realize how corrupt the judiciary was. Then I had another man contact me. I didn't realize how corrupt the judiciary was. And what we have here, we had over a 1,000 names on Jeffrey Epstein's island list. That's the list that we were exposed to. That's the list that we saw. That's the list that he allowed to be made public. There is no telling how many additional names over the past 20 or 30 years this guy's been servicing all of these congressmen and senators and judges at Epstein Island, how many thousands and thousands of there were that was brought to us by the Mossad. Let's not forget this. This is the Mossad that did this. Jeffrey Epstein was Mossad. Ghislaine Maxwell was Mossad. Her, her dad, you know, Robert Maxwell, was also Mossad. They found him dead naked off the back of a yacht. I mean, this is some weird stuff that's going on right now, and we're starting to see the extent. Now, people are saying to me, do you really believe that going to Washington, D.C. is going to make a difference? Do you really believe that he's going to do something, that Donald Trump's going to do something? My answer is no. I don't believe that Donald Trump's going to do anything. I don't think this rally is going to make one bit of difference. I'll be honest with you guys. I think that Biden will be put in the presidential office on the 20th. I really do. But I can tell you this. The people who decide who's going to be president of the United States are the cabalists, the ones who run the international banking cartels. And they will decide on January the 20th who's going to be president. As I told you guys, Donald Trump won this election, and now we're seeing this massive election fraud. There's a nationally known person who actually has this star on the walk of fame in Hollywood and he's a friend of mine and the other night and he's, he, he was Jewish, he's converted to Christianity I'm not going to give you any names and it was interesting the other night, Austin, he basically sent me a text and wanted to have some information about what was going on in D.C. and I told him I mean, he goes, well, he goes, I don't think that's going to happen, he says, God will basically you know, bring this all back together, because I sent him a Christmas card with a picture of Jesus and you know, for Christmas, and he goes, well he goes It'll all come back to us, and God's going to save this country. And I'm going to ask you guys the same question I asked him, which, by the way, got him very angry. I said, why would God save the United States of America? We've had 70 million abortions, probably more that we don't even know about. Why would having a million abortions a year in the United States, more than a million a year, why would God, after we've sacrificed all all of these children to Baal, to Moloch, to Asherah, to that snake in a tree. Why would God turn and heal this country while we're still in the middle? Okay, What this is, and I talked to Austin about this the other day, this is called intermittent conditioning. That's what it is. 
in, in psychology. It's a term that we use. And what that means is that if you if you give a person good stuff as they're being bad, it creates a condition in which they think when they're bad, they get more good stuff. Why, why would God do intermittent conditioning on us and turn and heal our land after we have sacrificed all of these children to Baal and to Asher and to Moloch or whatever the heck you want to call these demonic entities? Pick a name. I don't care anymore. And see, this is the problem. And then and this young man, this man said to me, he goes, well, I don't understand. He goes, I don't believe that. He goes, you know, we have all of my friends, and they're basically, their restaurants are going out of business, and their bars, their casinos, their clowns, all this stuff, because man lives in Vegas. They're all going out of business. And I didn't want to say to him, well, you know, you're living in Sodom and Gomorrah to start with. You're living in Sin City. You're living in, in a city where people walk up to you, and I've had this happen to me when I've been in Vegas, and give you a brochure of the latest whore that can come to your hotel room in 10 minutes. That's where you're living, and Apparently you think that's okay or you wouldn't be living there. And you got all these bars and strip clubs and all this stuff in Sin City and Sodom and Gomorrah in Vegas. And people think, well, it's okay to live here. It's okay. This lifestyle's all right. No, it's not okay. This is not okay with God. Look what he did to Sodom and Gomorrah. And I said to my friend, I texted him and I said, look, ancient Israel refused to stop sacrificing their children to Baal and Moloch and Asherah, sacrificing their children in the high places. And God judged them. He judged Israel, and he scattered them, and Israel was no more. Now, guys, listen to me. If I were the ancient Israelites, and I'm going to say this, this is going to sound awful. If I were the ancient Israelites, and God did not judge America for 70 million abortions, I would like petition a grievance. I'd say, hey, look, God, here's the deal. You know, you did this to us. Look what America did. Now, can we be changed? Can we be helped? Can we be saved? Can the patriots come to the rescue of the United States? Well, that's the goal here, isn't it? That's the goal of going to Washington, D.C. Donald Trump is not the man for D.C. Donald Trump is not the man who's going to change us. Donald Trump's daughter is a Kabbalist witch. His son-in-law also practice Kabbalah, whether he's a warlock or not, I have no idea. I have no idea. But these guys are in the White House with Trump. Trump has just signed this giant bill giving all of this aid to all of these foreign countries and has not stood his ground, knowing that we were all coming up. Millions of us were going to D.C. this week, and yet he still signs the bill. So here's the problem. Here's the rub with all of it. We have to ask ourselves a question. Is God sovereign? The word says yes. I believe he is. Okay, is He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Think about this for a second. He is omnipresent. There is no yesterday, today, or forever for God. He is in all places at all times. He's the same God in Genesis, the same God in the book of Revelation. He's omnipresent. We've talked about this on the show many times. He doesn't change. He doesn't drift to and fro by every wind of teaching. He doesn't do that. He's God. So that means if he's omnipresent, he's the same God in the Old Testament that condemned Israel, and he's also the same God right now that's standing in judgment over the United States or not stopping the judgment or allowing us to have what happens to all of these other countries in the Old Testament because we've turned our back on God and not intervening. And then my buddy said from Las Vegas, well, there's 70 million people who still go to church and who still you know, love God and who still love Jesus. And I'm like, well... There may be, but we have allowed, we, the people of the United States, the patriots have allowed this stuff to go on now for over 100 years in the United States, and we have not stood against the tyranny. That's why I said to you guys, 
One thing that Germany did in the 30s is they threw the international bankers out and started their own debt-free currency. And they had unprecedented growth, unprecedented prosperity in Germany to the point that Austria wanted to become part of Germany. And they voted to become part of Germany because they wanted to have what Germany had as far as not having the debt currency from the international banking cartels, among other reasons. But the point is this. Was that our last chance as humanity to get rid of the international stranglehold of the Kabbalist bankers, the international money magic bankers? Is that the last chance we had 70, 80 years ago and we can't fix this anymore? My response to you guys is, I don't know. Do we have the resolve? We have the judiciary so corrupt, they're given 270 pages of documented research, evidence, and testimony, and they completely ignore it and throw it out. Why? Well, because, again, we've given this country over to the dark side. We've given this country over to supporting the dark side. We've given this country over to legalizing abortion and taking prayer out of schools. We've given this country over to a transgender agenda from a hermaphroditic teaching of the Kabbalah and the Zohar. And we sit back and we go, well, we don't understand what's wrong with this. We now lose our freedom of speech. We can't even say something in a university or, like, or we get kicked out because of, quote-unquote, hate speech or something wrong that we've said. And we sit back and watch this and we watch our civil liberties erode, our God-given rights erode in a country that has turned into a, not a dictatorship, but an oligarchy run by giant corporations, primarily the international banking cartels, that pretty much own everything through their giant investment firms. That's where we find ourselves now. So if we as a nation humble ourselves and get on our knees before God and we pray, will he turn and heal our land? Do we have the ability to stand with God and stand for the word of God and stand for what he wrote as God, as our Bible and go back to the basics do we have the ability to stop this nonsense quote unquote Jesus spirit that has come into the planet and have a real relationship with the true Jesus, the living Jesus the son of the most high a third of the entire Godhead who is God, do we have the relationship with him, or we want to talk about this Jesus spirit, this new age spirit? No, we've got to stop this. We've got to stop the name it, claim it, blab it, grab it weirdos with their private jets and mansions all over the world who don't care one thing about having a relationship with Christ. All they care about is their bottom line because they can run a 5013C corporation without paying any income tax. That's what we've got to stop. And we've got to start telling the truth from the pulpit again, and we as patriots have to stand. And when there's a rally against a transgender story hour with some sick pervert who's dressed in women's clothes want to flash his genitalia to our children, we've got to stand out there and say, no, we are not going to tolerate this anymore. Yep. And if we don't do this, Austin, this country's lost because we're going down the slippery slope of hell and we will be in the ash heap of history. Donald Trump is not who you think he is. I voted for him four years ago and I have exposed him repeatedly on the last four years. And I've gotten blowback from it. So has Austin. Well, you got to back off Trump some. No, I don't. No, I don't. If he hasn't shown you who he was yesterday with getting the Kabbalah Tree of Life Award as one of his most one of his most important things he's ever had, and I've played you the audio, I don't know what else to say. Anyhow, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all fussy today. Austin, go ahead. What's your story, bud? Well, I mean, that's it's a valid point, and this is what I've been saying for weeks as we've seen now the continued compromising of what's happened with the election, what's happened with the entire context of truth and freedom 
and the ability to actually speak your mind and say something. Every time we've turned around, when we've come up with straight facts about this election blatant fraud, this thievery right in front of us, it's labeled as fake news or it's labeled as fully unsubstantiated, has absolutely zero basis in truth. If anybody's noticed, those terms that I just said have been repeated redundantly over and over and over again by the mainstream media. Instead of saying, well, we haven't really seen anything like that right now, they use these terms and phrases to try to belittle you for even thinking it. What you're saying has zero evidence whatsoever. There is no truth to anything you just said. And you go, that's actually not accurate at all. Here's the facts. Here's what we've seen. Here's the numbers. The math doesn't add up. No, no, no. That's fake news. The reason why they've been doing this is they're getting everything poised to be able to shut down any and all dissent. That's what all this is turning into. And so going up to Washington, D.C., is it going to do anything? Probably absolutely not, to be honest with you. I mean, after I saw yesterday that he signed that. And now here's the irony of this. He gets on national television and says how bad this bill is, how we're giving hundreds of billions of dollars away to all these other countries. The American populace is getting a tiny, tiny sliver of the pie with pretty much one of the largest continents in the world, 330 million people. And then he passes it. And now, of course, Pelosi now has come out and said, oh, we're going to pass it. We've got everything together now to do the $2,000 bonus for the entire you know, the entire people that are going to get it, where they're going to get the $2,000 stimulus check, and they voted to increase it. If you guys saw the news this morning, they voted to increase it. Well, my question is this. There's supposed to be roughly 150 million people that are getting that, so they've bumped it up $1,400 per person. Where's the other roughly 200 to $250 billion coming from? Because there hasn't been any cutting of the bill at all. They're giving all the money away still to all these other countries, so now they're just going to tack more money on This whole entire context of what they're doing with the stimulus check is designed to do one thing. And I said this yesterday. It is designed to gear the populace for a financial support from the government on a regular basis, from an income stream on a regular basis to create a further welfare state. This same government that everybody is begging for them to give us money is the same government that has shut your business down and told you you're not essential to work and you can't make a living, while Costco, Sam's, Amazon, and Walmart have literally made hundreds of billions of dollars this year. Does anybody else see an irony with that? A very dark irony with that. The same people that you're begging for money are the same people that have told you you can't work. Here's my answer to all of this. Open up your business. Imagine how much money you can make if you actually opened up your business instead of begging for a $2,000 check. The grassroots movement has to explode right now in this country. It's now or never. That's why so many people now, I've been getting emails from people, you know what, we're done with this, we're opening up the business. I told you guys, Ian Fitness up there in New Jersey, he's given numerous details out and a tyrannical government that they're dealing with up there on how to stay open. I told you guys yesterday about the gym owner in New York that took it to the Supreme Court of New York and they ruled in his favor and said he can be open 100%. I've told you about the research that they had in Colorado and they found that there was zero connection and zero correlation between gyms and coronavirus spreading. This is all out in the open now, guys. You don't have to pretend it's not there anymore. Numerous people are getting out now and saying, we're not going to take it. Say no. If the health department shows up to your building, don't let them in. They do not have the ability to force entry into your home 
or into your business or residence or place of business unless they have a full-blown Fourth Amendment search warrant. And if they show up with that and they show up with a SWAT team, there's going to be a whole lot of hell to pay pretty quick, especially when it goes out on social media, when they start showing SWAT teams going in and raiding businesses because they have somebody in there that's not wearing a mask. They still haven't gone that far yet because at that point in time, we know that it's a civil war. That's a civil war. That, 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 that is what that is. That's the direct engagement conflict. If you start having people coming in at gunpoint, being drugged on the floor and zip-tied for not wearing a mask or for congregating in a lawful building. They haven't done that yet. Highly likely they will not do that because of the enormous amount of backlash they would get. Stop complying. I can't reiterate that anymore. And it's so frustrating to me to see so many patriots and so many Americans still walking around with masks on. Here's the million-dollar question. If you're not sick, if you have no symptoms, if you have a good immune system, if you know you don't have COVID, and we know now from the research I told you guys yesterday that there is no research at all that supports the theory of asymptomatic spread. If those all things are known to be true and you feel good and you don't have symptoms, which means even if you were asymptomatic, you're not spreading it due to the research, why in the world are you wearing a mask? That's, they say, oh, it's to protect everyone. You need to wear your mask because it's your duty to protect other people. No, it's not. No, it's not. It is not my responsibility to protect other people's health. If I'm not sick, I'm not contagious, I am at the very least asymptomatic that is not contagious whatsoever, it is not my responsibility to put on a mask and decrease my oxygen and increase my CO2 to protect you. It is your responsibility to take care of your own body, take your supplements, get sleep, stop smoking and drinking alcohol, and stop shoving toxins down your throat every single day and boost your immune system. That is your responsibility, not mine. So, again... They've tried to put the push back on everybody else. It's your responsibility to take care of everybody else. No, it's not. It's not my responsibility to take care of you, just like it's not your responsibility to take care of me, just like it's not the government's responsibility to babysit me. It is nobody's responsibility but your very own or if you are to take care of your children and your family. This context that they're trying to push on everybody, this collective mindset, which is what it is, is collectivism, that everybody needs to do it for the greater good. You need to give up your business and stop working for the greater good. You need to just take your $600 stimulus check and go home and be happy for the greater good. You need to wear a mask and act like a complete and total paranoid, fear-mongering moron when you go to the store because it's for the greater good. No, it's not. There is no greater good right now. There's lies deceit and manipulation. That's all we're being exposed to right now. And ironically, I just got an article that came in yesterday. It was from actually, and this is the first time I've seen this on a mainstream news outlet. However, it was a local mainstream news outlet. It was on Fox 26 Houston. So it's basically a local Fox News network in Houston. And I did not see this on any other mainstream news outlets. But it was an interview with a Dr. Peter Osborne. And he went on to say, he goes, after dozens of studies have recently shown the importance of vitamin D, Dr. Peter Osborne said it's very good and important for you to take vitamin D. And if you even want to, get a vitamin D blood test. Oh, my gosh. This is, this is nuts. Somebody's actually talked about this on mainstream media. He goes on to say, and I quote, he goes, what we do know at this point about vitamin therapy, particularly about vitamin D, 
A new study has come out, an analysis has come out, what we know about vitamin D and COVID. So far, people with low vitamin D who get COVID have a greater tendency towards dying. They have a greater tendency towards hyperinflammation and the cytokine storm that comes with COVID. And they have a greater tendency towards getting on ventilators, which are very bad because ventilators do not work well for COVID. He then goes on to say recent studies have shown that 9 out of 10 COVID deaths could have been prevented if people had adequate vitamin D. Then he goes even further to say a lot of doctors are now learning this and coming out and saying it. The East Virginia School of Medicine actually had a COVID protocol that includes vitamin D now. So if you're a patient and you get hospitalized for COVID, this is out of the East Virginia School of Medicine. Listen to me, guys. He said they're automatically putting COVID patients on between 20,000 and 60,000 units of vitamin D a day based on weight. This is part of their standard of care protocol for COVID in their hospital system. And so far, they have had zero further deaths. With vitamin D, there's a therapy that can be done that I recommend. This is his words, not mine. This is basically Dr. Peter Osborne saying this, and I quote, with vitamin D, there's a therapy that can be done that I recommend, and it's a 1,000 IUs of vitamin D per pound. So if you're 100 pounds, you would take 100,000 IUs of vitamin D for three days. After that, you lower the dose significantly to roughly five to 10,000 IUs per day. You hear what he's saying here? And he then encourages other supplements on top of that. He says the next one, the number one I recommend is vitamin D for the reasons I discussed. Number two, vitamin C because we know it's working very well. There have been some studies on COVID where vitamin C has shown huge benefits in the outcome of the illness and full recovery. Number three, zinc. Zinc stops viral replication multiple ways so it prevents the virus from hijacking your DNA and prevents the virus from replicating. Number four, quercetin. Quercetin, which is called a natural bioflavonoid, quercetin opens up the cells in your body so zinc can get inside your cells. This is the reason why we put the healthy immune protocol together, and we also have the vitamin C we put together at the beginning of the year that has, imagine this, quercetin in it. So you stack the vitamin C with quercetin, the zinc, and the vitamin D. That's a trifecta kit right there with three different supplements, and we have them on our website. The reason why we put these products together, and the irony about this is, and this is what's so funny to me, Dad, we have been hollering about this since January and February when this virus first came about. We said the That's exact right. same thing verbatim almost every single day on our show. And ironically enough, I got dozens upon dozens upon dozens of emails, and I still get them, of people that have tested positive, that have been on supplements, and they go, dude, I didn't even know I got anything. I just had a positive test. I honestly don't even think it's accurate. I said, well, it may have been accurate. You may have gotten the COVID. I said, but your immune system was so strong and so supercharged up, your body was like, oh, okay, it's another virus I get exposed to on a daily basis. Wham, bam, bam, done. All right, get out. Thanks for playing. Good night. It's over with. This is what we have been saying, and it's so frustrating for me to see all these people now that are going out and oh, clamoring to get this vaccine, clamoring to get this vaccine. Every day I turn around, I'm getting another article, another side effect, another problem, another person. Now we have an article that came out of Israel and also out of Dubai. They're saying here now a 75-year-old man from northern Israel died of a heart attack after two hours 
of being vaccinated with the COVID vaccine, Israeli media reported. The health ministry confirmed that the man may have had some pre-existing conditions, and the man was inoculated around 8.30 a.m. at the clinic. He stayed at the facility and later died two hours later from a heart attack. This is, this is funny. This is the irony. The health ministry director, General Chevy Levy, out of Israel, noted, we do not show a link between the man's death and his vaccination. I can't even make this stuff up. The dude gets a shot at 8.30, dies from a heart attack at 10.30. Completely unrelated. Nothing to see here. Don't worry about that. Don't. No, 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 no. We're not going to bring that up. Don't even talk about it. We didn't do anything. Nothing happened. Man was perfectly fine, uh, but he probably would have died anyways from a heart attack exactly two hours later. The COVID vaccine did nothing. We see the same thing with Dr. Sardarez. Dad talked about yesterday. He had an appointment, an injection at 3.30, basically got the shot from the Moderna shot. He immediately had his heart rate spike, ended up tongue going numb, got dizzy and fainted, had to be admitted to the emergency room, given medication, steroids, Benadryl. He basically was released from care the next day. And he even said, I don't want anybody else to go through that. That is not okay. The New York Post reported on another one. A New York City healthcare worker suffered a significant reaction the end of last week. But very ominously, neither the worker's identity, nor the nature, nor the extent of the action was even revealed, although official workers said she was in stable condition. Across the country, we've got 40 to 60 percent of healthcare workers are reportedly refusing to participate in the COVID vaccine. And now in Florida this past week, if you guys saw this, the University of Miami is now investigating the possible effects of the COVID vaccine on male fertility. Now, this was very troubling to see. This was actually in the local news, local10.com. Very few people covered this. I saw it and wanted to do some more research on it this week, and it's very factual. The University of Miami, Big U, is investigating with lead researchers on reproductive health initiated on finding whether the virus was present in the testicles for up to six months following infection. This is research they were originally doing on COVID itself. Well, now they said the team is looking at the potential impact of the vaccine because they know the vaccine has the COVID virus in it. They said, we're now evaluating the sperm parameters and quality before the vaccine and after vaccine. From the biology of the COVID vaccine, we want to study to make sure that men who want to have kids in the future to assure them it's safe to go ahead and get the vaccine. Study participants must have a fertility evaluation before receiving the vaccine. And to protect fertility, they're recommending that men may want to consider freezing their sperm prior to vaccination. Wait, what? Whoa, 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 wait a minute. We're, we're not just, no, we're not just going to skim past that. Like they didn't just say that in this article in Local 10 in Miami. To protect fertility, some men may, may want to consider freezing their sperm prior to vaccination. All right, all right. So they're telling you there's a high probability if you get this vaccine, we don't know what's going to happen and you may be fertile as men. Remember the retired vice president of Pfizer, the one who came out and demanded they stop all clinical trials of the COVID vaccine because they did not fully understand how detrimental the long-term side effects were going to be from this RNA vaccine. And he said it's highly likely this is going to cause permanent sterility in women. Remember he said that. Of course, they blacklisted him, blackballed him, shut him down on Twitter, shut him down on YouTube, completely and totally tried to remove any topics that he said, even though he was the VP of Pfizer, I think, for, what, 16 years? 
and head of the research center for multiple years before that. Oh, yeah, he didn't know what he's talking about. No, sh- shut him up. <laughs> but then the University of Miami recommends you freeze the sperm if you want to have kids in the future before you get the vaccine. You can't make this up anymore. And the fact that so many Americans are so blindly moronic, they're literally willing to completely throw out all logic, all reason, and go get a random shot with with compound they don't even know injected into their body, all because they've been scared into submission by a full-blown globalist totalitarian media and government that does not care one single bit about your health. That is very troubling to me, Dad. But it's the time we live in, and this is why we talk about what we talk about, to try to wake people up. If it can get one person from not getting this stinking shot and not getting sick and not being fertile and still being able to have a healthy life, then it's worth everything we do, Dad. Well, and, you know, not being infertile is the, is the thing we have to be concerned about is, you know, we can be fertile going into the vaccine. And if, if they, here's, here's the deal. Okay, this would be real. Let's say I'm 25 years old again. Let's see, I'm not married yet. And let's say I know I want to have children later on in my life. And I go in to do it. I'm going to be a trial participant in this vaccine. And they tell me, by the way, you can be permanently sterile if we give you this shot. So we suggest that you go ahead and freeze your sperm in case you ever want to have children. My response would be, I tell you what, it's not worth the hundred bucks you're giving me or whatever you give me to be a trial participant. You go ahead and keep your go a hundred dollars. I'm out of here. That's what I'd say. Now, here's the other thing. If they say that to you and you go ahead and say, whatever, man, I don't care. Let's have a party. Give me the shot. Okay. Then as far as I'm concerned, you shouldn't be reproducing anyhow. Ooh, I, gosh, I just said that, didn't I? I you're so, you are so stupid that you're dumber than a box of rocks. If they disclose this to you, that you're never going to have children and you have all these health issues from this vaccine. And now we want you to go ahead and do some sperm storage because it may never work again. And all of a sudden you go, yeah, let's go ahead and do the shot. No, you don't need to reproduce. You're on the bottom end of the totem pole as far as IQ points, as far as I'm concerned, or at least reasoning skills, and you'd probably better to keep your DNA out of the gene pool. There. That was about as crazy and politically incorrect as I could say it, but that's how I feel. And that's the problem that we're having, Austin. And, I, and I've done it, and I've talked about it so many times. You tell a person, well, there's a problem here. Look up in the sky. You see that airplane? That's a contrail. You see over here beside it? That's a chemtrail. Two different trails behind the plane. See the difference? Yeah. Well, one of them is called geoengineering. What does that mean? Well, they're actually spraying particulates in the atmosphere. You can see them. They're right there. Here's two tests I've done showing the levels of barium and lead are so high in the water from the rain that it's not safe to drink according to the EPA from the chemtrails or from whatever else they're spraying on us, but I can't say it's exactly from that spray on those planes because I'm not taking a sample from the back of the aircraft. And they go, Oh, I don't believe that. And you go, here's the here's 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 the rainwater test. No, I don't care. You can see it with your eyes. No, I don't care. Okay, time to move on. That's what's what I do. That I, I I don't even say anything else to them. I just move on. I walk away, and I'm done. The other night, I had some folks over here. They're college age kids, and we were talking about what was happening in the United States. And I said to them, I asked them, I said, are you guys Christians? And two of them said, yes, we're Christians. And the third one said, no, I'm not a Christian. And I said, oh, that's interesting. I said, but that's for a later discussion. I said, I don't want to really get into that with you right now. I said, but let's talk 
about what's going on with ancient Canaanite religions and abortion. Woo, doggy. The boy who wasn't a Christian, he didn't know what to think. He was out there like, whoa, this is weird stuff. And I said to him, I said, look, here's the deal. If you don't want to call these things fallen angels, let's call them aliens. You know, you're probably reading about that with the ancient aliens and ancient astronaut stuff that we've had on the Discovery Channel for the last 20 years. So, so here's the thing. Whatever you've got to do to wrap your head around the stuff that we're not alone, you're going to have to do that. And so I proceeded to talk to him. Now, the two Christian boys, they were really enthralled with it. The other guy was like, oh, man, i got to get out of here, guys. You know, this stuff is crazy. See, the problem we have here is this. Everybody who thought any of us were loony for being conservative Christians and pointing out the problems associated with our government have now begun to realize that the things that we pointed out about the government, like a corrupt judiciary, a corrupt executive office, a corrupt Congress, you know, Jeffrey Epstein, and all the rest are beginning to realize it really is that bad. And see, this is... the yeah, years ago, and Austin remembers this, we first started the show, this is back before Trump was even president, and I said, this is when Hillary Clinton, was about two years before the president, she was like announcing her presidency or considerations to run, and I said, if Hillary Clinton runs, or if Hillary Clinton gets exposed, and all of her stuff that she's done, all the way back to Rose Law Firm, all the way with Bill Clinton slinging dope out of Arkansas, which we saw very clearly in the movie with Tom Cruise, American Made, if all of the stuff about these two clowns gets exposed, it'll take down the federal government because more than 50% of the people involved in the government are probably corrupt, and it will destroy the United States fabric of our government, which is something that needs to be done, but it needs to be done specifically. It needs to be done systematically so it doesn't destroy the infrastructure of everything. That's really important, by the way. And people were sending me letters going, oh, that's not true, that's not true, that's not true. Now, finally, they're sending me letters now. You're right, you were right when you said this. We thought it was hyperbole. It's not, it's real. We, and I said, yeah, I know. The same thing true now. We now, know, we, now know, we now know that ivermectin, which is a parasitic drug, which is very inexpensive, by the way, it's an anti-parasitic drug, it kills coronavirus, according to the research that I'm seeing from the medical people that are using it, in 48 hours. So here's the problem. If you don't have enough D, potassium iodide, C, and zinc, in your bloodstream, this stuff starts to take over as a parasite, which is specifically to do this with a gain of function. It has an HIV component and a SARS component, severe acute respiratory syndrome component. It'll kill you deader than a grizzly if you've got a comorbidity or another type of disease like heart disease, diabetes, or cancer. They're saying now that if you take ivermectin, it'll basically allow your body to get rid of this thing as an antiparasitic drug. So now they're telling us this thing's kind of acting on the body like a parasite. Well, yeah, pretty much. And what Austin was talking about earlier is this. If you have your body's D levels high enough, if a macrophage sees a coronavirus in the blood, if the, the D goes, there's two little slots at the bottom of the macrophage. They're kind of like turn-on switches. The vitamin D has to go, and there are two sugar molecules, actually, that hang off the bottom of the macrophage, and they're like, Switches and the D attaches to those. It turns. It like turns them on. Turns on the macrophage. The macrophage goes into this little killing spree and starts killing the coronavirus because it's not supposed to be killing stuff if it's not something to kill because it doesn't want to become parasitic of your own cells. So it has to have D three to get turned on. So when you get turned on with the with these with the vitamin with the vitamin D, it's like a vacuum cleaner. You plug in. You got to plug it in. Plug vitamin D plugs it in. It kills this thing. 
Now, if it doesn't do that, it sends up a chemical messenger. It sends up a flare gun is what it does. It starts shooting these flares up in the air. Those are called cytokines. And what happens is it starts calling all the other macrophages over to it in order to allow these other macrophages to turn on. The problem is they don't have any D either. So they start setting up flares. That's called a cytokine storm. That causes massive inflammation. It causes the lungs to fill with fluid, and you drown. It's what happens in your own lungs. You can't breathe. And all of these are directly related to death by COVID. Yesterday, I talked to a young friend of mine. He's like 23 years old, and both of his parents have been in quarantine now for two weeks with the real COVID, the real COVID. And I asked him, I said, are they taking supplements? Well, I don't know. I think my mom does. And I'm like, no, 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 no. They've got to take vitamins. They've got to take what they need for their support, for their immune system support. And I didn't say, I said the same thing. And this is, make sure you check, check with your medical doctor. Here's what I tell folks. 100,000 I use for the first five days if you get diagnosed with COVID. We start, start coming down with it. Six to 8,000 milligrams of vitamin C throughout the day. 100 milligrams of zinc. I would take 50 milligrams of potassium iodide and drop it back down after five days, down to 12. And I take the vitamin D and drop it back down to 10,000 after five days. You say, why would you load up so much? Because you don't want your body to get overwhelmed with a cytokine storm. And the vitamins help to stop that. And then if you don't do all of that, you can always get ivermectin. Guys, or you can, if you actually came down with it, you can take ivermectin along with your supplements. But the thing about it is, is that this doesn't have to be a disease that kills everybody unless they want it to. Unless they want to sterilize everybody. Look at the Gardasil nightmare. We talked about this a few weeks ago with Austin. All these girls took Gardasil because they wanted to not have HPV, you know, the, the, the human pavlovian virus. And all of a sudden they took this Gardasil shot and they went into what's called premature ovarian failure. In other words, their ovaries dried up. They just, they were sterile. And now we have literally hundreds of thousands, if not millions of girls all over the planet who've had all kinds of serious health conditions, including sterility who will never have children, some of them are permanently disabled from this shot, and yet nobody wants to talk about it except for alternative news sites, and they've all put it on the back burner because of what's going on with COVID, and the reality is this vaccine is going to be worse than that HPV shot, the Gardasil shot, as far as I'm concerned. But here we are. I mean, we have the head guy, the vice president, telling us, it all needs to stop right now. It's that bad. It's causing sterility. Shut him up. Surprised he hasn't disappeared or left the planet or got suicided. I hate to say that, but it's true. The guys who come out and tell the truth about this stuff, a lot of times if they got a really big national footprint, they don't stay around very long because nobody wants to hear what they've got to say who are making all the rules. By the way, the Great Way Pundit came out with an article and says, coronavirus says that 333,000 Americans have died with this coronavirus. But the CDC is now saying the number who died from coronavirus is much less than around 6% or about 20,000 people in the entire population who's quote-unquote been attributed to the coronavirus death of the 300,000, about 20,000 people, 19,080 is the actual number, have died from coronavirus. Well, this is much less than the seasonal flu. It can kill up to 60,000 people every single year. But they had to shut down the country. And they also wanted to make this thing, how should I say that, specific. They like to kill old people. See, the pesky old people, you know, as far as they're concerned, they're just like a bunch of people who need to be rejected from the herd. They need to be culled because they cost too much money. 
they've paid in Social Security their whole life, but they're not really worth the effort because the medical establishment has to pay too much money for them, and they get stuck paying Social Security to them. And these guys retire at 65, and some of these putzes, they live to be 9,500 years old. So we got to pay them Social Security for 35, 40 years, and we don't want to do that anymore, so we just need to kill them off. Yeah, that's why I went through nursing homes like a doggone buzzsaw. Because the doggone nursing homes, they don't give people any supplements that are worth the hoot anyhow in most cases. So the kids, the people in the nursing homes are eating these horrible meals, nothing organic, and they're basically their immune systems are shot. They've got comorbidities, most of them, with diabetes or something else. And so all of a sudden they go through the nursing home and like, oh my gosh, hundreds of thousands, if not quote millions of people have gotten sick in nursing homes. And many of them have died, and now we don't have to pay those pesky retirees Social Security anymore. Yeah, that's that's how that's how twisted their reasoning is. You know, it's not like they don't have enough money already because they print the money, but they don't want to give to the people who are basically out there who have retired and worked their whole lives what they've paid into the Social Security because they're too greedy to do that. It's ridiculous when you stop and think about the actual greed that these people and the avarice that they have. They don't care because remember they consider themselves to be a different species than you and me. They don't consider themselves to be you know Homo sapien. They're something else because they're like the bloodline of Lucifer, sort of, which is what they think. Their words, not mine. And so, why in the world should they continue to feed us when we would go into retirement? We're no longer quote unquote productive slaves. Oh, that's right. When the slaves no longer produce, they've got to be you know taken out. And that and that is how they see us. And the sad part about it is. It's not getting any better. It's getting much, much worse. And then you get organizations coming out and saying that Turkey wants to restore the Ottoman Empire and they're trying to threaten Middle Eastern stability. No, no, they're not. Turkey basically got upset because they weren't getting the, the right cut of the pie of the Afghan heroin being run through Turkey every single year. There you go. And they're all upset with what's going on with Israel of the Middle East. And now they're rattling their sabers and they're fussing about stuff. And now an organization like CBN, Christian Broadcast Network, comes out and says, hey, you know, here's the deal. What We, we have to basically figure out why Ottoman Empire is trying to be reestablished by Turkey. Experts warn Turkey's dreams of reviving the Ottoman Empire threaten Middle Eastern stability. Uh, no, no. So, man, so if, we, if we don't go along with a Zionist agenda in the Middle East, then we're, we're threatening the Middle Eastern stability, and we've got to be exposed for whatever. Now, Alexa, by the way, this thing they want to put in your home, people are asking Alexa to hypnotize them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, hypnosis now going virtual is gaming <laughs> is getting more acceptance from doctors, research, and entrepreneurs, but potential patients remain skeptical. So now when they're saying, Alexis, hypnotize me, why? Well, when you hypnotize, you get put into a much better brainwave state to accept this demonic teaching these people are giving you, and it's easier to program you. So now they're telling you from the Wall Street Journal, Alexis, hypnotize me because they don't want you to deal with reality anymore. Austin, can we make any of this stuff up? The news is so bizarre, we can't make anything up anymore. I mean, we don't make, we've, never, we've never made anything up. It's just ridiculous. No. Lexus hypnotized me. How about Alexis, okay. get the heck out of my house. I'm booting you out of the front door. Turn off all the microphones. What you, 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 got, you got a piece of equipment <laughs> that is designed to spy on you. It's a spying device. I mean, if you do the research on it, look how they built it, look how it's made, look at the database, look how it records everything. It isn't conspiracy. It's factual. It's designed to record everything in your house. It's a recording device. 
So you have a recording device that's linked to none other than Amazon. I've told you guys, Amazon is they their entire context of everything they're involved in is shady, including the fact that they house the CIA's cloud servers. You want that device that Amazon put in that houses the CIA cloud servers to sit in your home, listen to you all the time, and now we want it to hypnotize us. What kind of subliminal thoughts are they planning on putting to your mind? I don't know, but it is some creepy stuff, the fact that people even consider putting this in their home. Now, there's something that I'm going to bring up right now. This has been, this has been going on now for the last uh, week. Week, yeah, a little over no, ten days, ten, eleven days now. I've gotten repeated emails on it. Now, I've declined to talk about it over and over again because I thought at first it was kind of just a conspiracy. Okay, everybody's getting all paranoid again, but I'm going to bring it up now because everybody has asked me to bring this up. I've researched it, and quite frankly, I'll be honest with you, it's as troubling and confusing to me as it probably is to you. Everybody now has pretty much knows. Tiffany Dover. Now, if you don't know that name specifically, let me remind you. Tiffany Dover was the nice brunette nurse that was 30 years old that worked at the Catholic Health Initiatives Memorial Hospital. She's the one who got injected, the first person at this hospital to get injected on live television and passed out on the floor 17 minutes later. Okay? You guys remember her now. She's in scrubs. She gets injected. She says, I feel faint. I'm feeling weak. Bam, hits the floor. Now, people have been asking, what the heck happened to her? And this is getting really creepy, I'll be honest with you. She completely disappeared. Okay, everybody started going to social media. They started going on her Facebook. They started asking all these questions. She has been fully unresponsive on all social media platforms. I mean, unresponsive. Her Instagram account that originally had a few thousand followers, originally, now currently when I pulled it up the other day, she has over 40,000 followers. Her latest photo was December 13th. Okay, That was the last photo she posted on Instagram. It now has, I think, over 10,000 comments. And I'm talking people from all over the world are sending her comments and saying, are you okay? Please respond because here's what's happened. She passed out on December 17th. Crickets. Crickets again. Crickets again. Well, then what happened was the CHI Memorial, after so many people started bombarding her social media, they came out and they said, update, Tiffany Dover, our nurse, appreciates the concern you've shown for her. She's home and doing well. She asked for privacy for her and her family. Okay, that's, that's ominous as it gets right there. This girl, who's very active on social media, if you go on her Instagram page, she posts stuff all the time with her children. She has two kids with her family. She's got a Jeep. She goes out all the time. She seems like a cool girl. I don't know. I've never met her. But she hasn't posted anything. Hasn't posted a story. Hasn't posted a post. Hasn't come out with a video and just said, hey, guys, just want to let you know I'm okay. Thank you for your prayers. I'm doing great. Still working. Staying busy. God bless. Have a great Christmas. None of that. So after Memorial Hospital put out this ominous update on their Twitter and said she's home and doing well, they then came to Twitter and posted a video the next day of a 21-second video of 21 people wearing masks on a staircase with a girl at the bottom of it wearing a big mask on her face with a name tag that says Tiffany. Does not look like this girl Tiffany at all from the nose up. Obviously, she's wearing a mask, so you can't tell. The one girl beside her is holding a sign, we support Tiffany. 
Another girl on the side of her is wearing a mask and goes, we're here, thank you so much for your support, have a great Christmas or great holiday, and it's it. The girl that's allegedly Tiffany with a mask covering half her face doesn't talk, doesn't take her mask down, doesn't say any words and say, hey, she keeps her hands in her pocket, her mask pulled up to the bottom of her eyes the whole time, and stands there. And that's it. And does absolutely nothing. Now the mainstream media, almost every single mainstream media outlet has come out now and said, there's a conspiracy theory that Tiffany Dover has gotten sick, that she has somehow died. She's very alive and well. Memorial Hospital did a video of her. She's perfectly fine. Now people have been going on Facebook. Her family now has come in and said, if you guys keep saying anything about this, we're going to screenshot all this and report it to the attorneys. What? Why, why do you have attorneys? Why is it an issue if Tiffany Dover says something on social media like, hey, everyone, I really appreciate the fact that I've got 40,000 followers in less than a week. I'm really good. I'm healthy. Don't worry about me. Have a blessed Christmas. This girl has been completely and totally disappeared everywhere. Not a video, not a phone call, not a legitimate photo of her, not a social media post, nothing. Now, am I saying she's dead? Absolutely not. I'm not going to spread a rumor that I cannot substantiate. Am I saying she's sick and in the hospital? I am not going to say that at all because I have no idea. What I am saying is you can clearly tell from that video with the girls on the stairs with the one wearing the mask, that is not Tiffany. You can also see from the ominous post from the hospital and from her family saying that they're going to contact the attorneys, something is very strangely happening with this situation. And if there was nobody else in the country having severe adverse conditions from this vaccine, I would say, eh, Maybe she's being antisocial. Maybe she doesn't want to be bothered. Maybe that's the case. But when you see case after case after case after case, even the CDC reports, what was it, within the first week, there were 3,183 adverse events reported already that we saw, what, five or six people last in hospital the first two days it was released that basically had serious adverse events. Two of them had to be hospitalized. We have somebody in Israel that just dies of a heart attack after they get shot up. How much more is the information being suppressed, and why in the world is this being so covered up about Tiffany? They're putting a significant amount of effort forward to make sure they prove she is alive without actually showing she is alive. And quite frankly, if the family is receiving so much unwanted attention, wouldn't an easier way to decrease the attention, like I said, just record a brief video of her talking and say, hey guys, I'm good. Hope you have a great Christmas or great holiday. Be blessed. The suspiciously staged videos, the obscured features, the oddly worded press release from the hospital, the bizarre claims of legal limitations only add credence to the claim that something else is going on. And there are people all over the world now that want to know who and where is Tiffany Dover and why is nobody being honest about what's going on. So, I'm going to put this on the table now. You guys do what you want with it. I finally brought it up. I hope everybody's happy. I've gotten email after email after email with it. Please do what you want with the information. I've researched it myself. I fully agree something ominous is going on, and I really do think anybody in this area or in that area of her hospital, in that area that may know her family, please, if anybody's available in that, just at least tell her, hey, the rest of the world's really concerned about you. You've gotten 40,000 followers in less than a week. People just want to make sure you're alive and well, Tiffany. Put out a five or ten second greeting and say, hey, I'm doing good. Everything's gravy. Here's my, here I am. 
No more conspiracy theories. Please put it to rest. That's all everybody asks, and I'll leave it at that. I'm not going to bring it up anymore, but I do encourage everybody, do some research on what's going on with this because a very, very odd situation with this girl being pretty educated, seems really nice with two kids, and just disappearing now with zero, zero evidence that she is alive or well okay. or anywhere. Austin, I've got, I've, got to, I've, got, I've got to say something about this, and this is really important. You guys remember Sandy Hook. Yes. You know, what, okay. Now, remember all the crisis actors and all the yep. different, all the different false flags with all the different crisis actors. How do we know this Tiffany wasn't a crisis actor who was put on the stage? Why in the world did Google and Facebook and everybody who is controlled by the basically CDC, the FBI, and the CIA, and Amazon, and all these different search engines allow that video to go viral of her passing out from the vaccine? Why did that happen? You've got to ask yourself that question. Now, I've got a, a good friend of mine. Her name's Natalie, and she's a, she's a, she's a nurse. And I'm going to tell you what she said to me last night, because she brought this up to me, too, because I've been getting the same kind of texts and emails about this, too, Austin. She said, I wanted to let tell you something interesting that I found out the other day. I was working with a respiratory therapist at Piedmont, where this, where this place is where this girl supposedly passed out, who told me he knew the nurse who fainted on TV. He said her name is Amanda, not Tiffany. And that they worked together for five years and she had become, had become the director of nursing because she faced a lot and couldn't work besides bedside nursing anymore. That she's 25 years old. He said his phone was going crazy the day she passed out because everybody was texting him. He told me in private and kind of whispered it to me, but I think it's weird they used a fake name for her, Tiffany Dover, when that's not her real name. He said she's doing fine, but she's a drama queen. Makes me wonder why did you, sir, of all people? And then he says, she goes, I looked up the hospital. I think I found her. I think her name, and he gives me her name. And she's not sure, so I'm not going to say it. And she goes, then she goes, then my, then my friend says to me, why lie? He goes, she goes, man, everything's always a lie from the media. And the fact that everyone is in the hospital has gone along with it. Jeez, I just can't believe the entire hospital is lying. And I know the hospital I'm normally at when I'm not a travel nurse for COVID wouldn't lie about the name of the nurse. This is just insane to me. Now, this thing goes right back now to crisis actors. And I'm not going to say anything else. I'm not going to give any real names. Why would they promote the fact that someone has a massive reaction from this vaccine on national TV and allow it to go viral with tens of millions of views in just a couple of days with 40,000 people signing up on Instagram on an account that has no longer any traffic? Well, you got to ask yourself a question. What's the narrative? Is the narrative to create conflict? Is it to create confusion? Is it to make people scared of the coronavirus so they have to use the military and other sources to force people to take it, to create a civil war scenario in which people say, absolutely, H-E double six, no, I will not take this vaccine. I will fight to the death because I've seen that girl pass out on TV. I saw that girl pass out. So this is some twisted stuff these guys are involved in, Austin. And everything is – and remember, remember what happened with Sandy Hook? Guy writes a book, loses his job as a college professor. Another talk show host gets sued over Sandy Hook. And yet nobody can prove there were actually any bodies in a school supposedly that was shut down already and had a problem with asbestos and that is leveled almost immediately after all of this stuff happens. Guys, think through this. What happened with 9-11, with the Pentagon? It wasn't, it wasn't, it, almost immediately all the debris was cleaned up and everything was repaired. No true investigation was ever done from a forensic standpoint with outside sources. 
All of this stuff is a game they're playing with us to mess with your head, to try to control the narrative. Because remember, they control both sides. Always remember that. Guys, remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, that this is the day the Lord hath made, and we will rejoice, and we will be glad in it. And guys, always ask the question, why does a complete and total unknown person get millions of views almost instantly? It doesn't happen without the search engines pushing all of the traffic that direction. I love you guys. Remember, guys, Jesus is the answer. He's the reason for this season we just went through with Christmas. I appreciate you guys. I haven't prayed for you yet. I haven't prayed for you right now. I love you guys. You guys are absolutely awesome. Finish it up, Austin, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Absolutely. Now, the one thing that I do have to point out, though, whether or not, and again, I'm just putting out information that I'm finding here. One thing about this is the girl that's listed as Tiffany Dover, the girl that you can clearly see in the videos that passes out, that you can see her face very clearly, her Instagram page goes all the way back to like 2014 with her family and children. I mean, it, it, it's not private, which is very odd to me. If this was going on, why would somebody not go on her phone and log in and make her account private? You can see all this stuff. I don't know. I'm, I'm telling you there is some very shady stuff going on with the situation. I have no idea if she's alive or well. I don't know if she's perfectly healthy and still working. But she has an Instagram with hundreds of photos dating all the way back to 2014 with her family. This wasn't something you can't you can't make up an account like that because they're date marked on Instagram, which means somebody was in this position and somebody either knew this was going to happen or somebody had a serious reaction to this and they're trying to make sure it's covered up. Is it what's going on? I don't know. But again, do your own research on it. Make your own decision. If you guys need anything, healthmasters.com. Lots of specials and sales, as always, on the website. Be sure to check out the last day product of the week, the Ultimate Multiple Capsules, on sale for over 10% off. Healthmasters.com. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow, as always.